0: All right, everybody. Let's get started with the uh, with the Noster workshop. Everybody ready to start coding on Noster? Yeah! Hope everyone brought your laptop. There will be coding. We will be typing code while I'm presenting. That's the goal. So have a laptop out and be ready to start typing. Um, what are we going to do? Uh, the flow of this thing is going to be, uh, I'm going to uh, tell you just a very little bit about Noster. We're going to make our first. NOSTER application together. And uh, then we're going to, they're going to move on from there. A couple of announcements before we begin. Uh, next Saturday, there's going to be another workshop called the Ordinals Workshop with Rodamar. 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 I don't know how to pronounce his name. But this guy is going to do a talk on ordinals and uh, how you can use those for, uh, for, assigning ordinal numbers to associates and tracking them across transactions. So if you want to learn more about that and why ordinals might be neat, uh, feel free to come to that event next Saturday, 12 to 3. Uh, there's a beat-up page if you want to attend. It's another workshop like this, so there will be, you'll need a laptop. Um, yeah, a couple of other things. I want to give you guys a sneak preview of a cool of a couple cool things. This is... Uh, the Domus app which came out recently for uh, iPhone yes you want me to put it up again one of the things you're gonna need is internet access this is how to get internet access using your using your device so uh, is that good everyone everyone on on the right thing great I will keep this up in- need to go back to it. Another mention is the Domus app for iOS is a Noster based um, Twitter clone. And this is what it looks like. It looks uh, it looks very much like Twitter. So feel free to use that uh, and check it out. I also want to show you uh, one of the things we really need help with in the Noster space is making a uh, desktop application. None of us are very good at that. And what we do have one, somebody is making uh, future which is right here. This is what future looks like. And, uh, so you can check that out by going to our telegram group and searching for it. That is about the only way right now to find this stuff, but, uh, yeah, we need help making desktop clients. Cause this is kind of ugly. You Thomas? Thomas is D a M U S future is F U T R. So, all right. Announcements out of the way. Uh, let's get right into it. Hi, it's Vince with Slap Chop. You're going to be in a great mood all day because you're going to be slapping your troubles away with a Slap Chop. Now, look, here's a potato. One slap. You got big chunks for stew. Two slaps. Home fries in a second. And look at this. When you add a mushroom, the more you do it, the finer it gets, and you don't have to switch any blades. I'm just doing this because I think this makes me look like a Slap Chop guy. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, that is, this is not a workshop on the laptop. This is a workshop on Nostra. So uh, what are we gonna be doing? I'm, let's get into what Nostra is. Uh, before we get into what Nostra is, <laughs> yet more ado, uh, it, I want you guys to take a look at this. If you want to have this presentation on your laptop, I recommend that. It makes it easier to follow along and that you're gonna be copy pasting stuff. So this tiny URL, you can just, Put, put that into your browser and you'll have you'll have this presentation right in front of you uh, and the first thing you should possibly consider copy pasting uh, once you hit ha- once you're on tinyurl.com noster workshop uh, look at all those uh, anonymous animals filtering in uh, I love it uh, you once you're on here one of the first things you should consider doing is copying this link this github page is what we're going to be building today are your first Nostra client, and uh, if you take a look at it, uh, there you can actually see the final product we're going to build right here. And this, let me tell you, is a gorgeous interface. This is this is what we're going to be building together. Uh, can you can you believe it? Uh, I know that for for the sake of Ben Carmen, uh, I thought he was going to be here, and I know he doesn't like um, light mode, so I do have a dark mode version of what we're gonna be building today. Uh, but actually, all the action happens inside the console, uh, which is where you can see, we actually have a public key, we're connected to a relay, we've subscribed to ourselves, uh, we've posted some messages, here's one of them, and then we posted a private message down here. So that is what we're gonna be doing, and yeah, that's what we're building. Let's get into it with the Noster Workshop. Um, all right, what is Noster? Uh, Nostr is, if you look on its GitHub, it will describe itself as the simplest open protocol that can create a censorship-resistant global social network once and for all. Uh, I cross that out because I disagree. That's not what Noster is. Uh, Nostr is, in, in fact, data storage and retrieval, uh, and it uses a shared global network of dumb relays, as, as that's where you put the data. Uh, and I think that is really useful. Uh, because it, it suggests that you can use Nostr for anything, and it's not just for social media. Uh, but social media is the first application uh, before Nostr, and that's a great one. How does Nostr work? Uh, by the way, are there any questions about what this means, data storage and retrieval, dumb relays, anything like that? Okay, cool. Feel free to raise your hand if you have questions at any time and interrupt me, and I'll just repeat your question if I remember to for the microphone and for the people watching on YouTube and such. All right, so this is how a pub sub model works with a client relay model. Uh, A lot of people assume when they go into Nostr that this is another peer-to-peer application. And when you're using some of these applications, it might feel like a peer-to-peer application because there's like pub keys and you're directly talking to, it seems like you're directly talking to someone, but Nostr is not in fact a peer-to-peer application. It uses a client server model. Although in this space we call the servers relays. Uh, your client might be this phone over here, and you got another client, someone else on the on the side over here. But your client never talks to this guy. Your client talks to a relay, talks to a server sitting somewhere on the probably in the cloud somewhere. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna be user one. You're gonna write a message such as hello world. And you're gonna fire it off to this server, and the server's gonna store that. He says, Great, I saved that note. And what happens then? Some time goes by, represented by this clock. This is time passing. And your peer, the guy you actually want to talk to, he's going to send a fire off a request to the same relay. And he's going to say, give me post by user one, please. And he's going to say, all right, user one said hello world, like five years ago or whenever he did. Because this uses the internet, it's kind of fast. So, so it can seem peer to peer when you're like, you say, you say hello world, and this guy sees it like right away, it just shows up on his phone. But it's not actually going directly to him. There's a, there's a middleman. There's a, there's a relay in between you. And that's why it's a client-server model and not peer-to-peer. Uh, this is also called a pub-sub model. Uh, this guy publishes data. This guy subscribes to it. He subscribes to a feed of posts by him. And uh, so it's also a pub-sub model. Some people call it that. Any questions so far? Uh, I want to go into a talk here about what is this useful for. Um, but I don't have any slides on what it's useful for. Uh, you can really use it for anything. Uh, how do we do the communication in in um, uh, Noster? We do it through WebSockets. Clients talk to relays over a persistent two-way connection. Normally, when you go to a website or when you have something like, um, I'm just going to stick with that. When you go to a website, you do some things called GET requests, where you fire off a request to the server. You hold the connection open until he gives you a response, like you say. Uh, give me google.com. He gives you that, that HTML page, and you close the connection. You show it to your user. Next time you want to go to a website, you open up a new connection. Say, give me twitter.com, and then you close the connection, and you wait until the next thing you want to do. With WebSockets, you keep the connection open. This saves resources. You keep it open, and you can send data back and forth along it without opening up a new connection every time, and it makes things a little bit faster. So we use WebSockets in Nostr. Uh, let's build one. Everyone ready to get out your laptops? No. Austin has a question. What's up, Austin? Yeah, yeah every relay d- sets his own limits. When I set up one for uh, J- John, I had to choose limits for it. Uh, and I think... For his, I set like five kilobytes is the limit that his will accept per post. Um, but it's really up to the relay. Uh, some of them will do higher limits. If, they, if, For example, if you want high resolution images to be on the relay, you would need more than five kilobytes. Um, so yeah, different relays choose different options. Also, uh, a best practice in NOSTER, which I will not be demonstrating here, is that you should connect to more than one relay. Relays are very easy to spin up, and there's like. There's a bunch of them. I think I have uh, a registry on here. these are These are some of the relays. these are these is this is not even all of them, but uh, there's getting to be quite a few now. And the recommendation is that you connect to if you're building a Nostra app, don't just connect to one uh, because that's no different from just having your all your stuff on Twitter or having all your stuff on Reddit. Um, connect to multiple. and then you have re- uh, data redundancy. Your posts will be stored at multiple relays, and if one of them goes down, no big deal, because it's on a bunch. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah. So, but let's uh, let's build one, and so we get into that. Any other questions at this point? All right. Great. So we're going to be building the super way, uh, which means it's absolutely ridiculous uh, and nuts, uh, and we'll be coding directly in the browser. So I want you all to open up a new file. Uh, I'm gonna go over to my terminal and create a, actually, no, I will do this in a graphical user interface. I'm gonna open up a new um, folder and I'm gonna call it uh, testing Noster Workshop is what I'm gonna call it. And I'm gonna go in there and create a new file, empty file called index.html. Why not? That's a good name. I'm gonna open this in my favorite text editor, which is Sublime. And I'm going to copy paste this code into there. And you should be following along. Uh, where's, where is my which, which uh, sublime deal? Did I X out of it already? No, here it is. All right, so we have started our app. And I'm going to open that up in a, uh, in a browser. Open with Firefox. Check it out. We have already got a blank screen with nothing on it. That is my favorite type of interface. Uh, and we're going to open up our console so we can inspect some stuff. Look at that, no errors. When I first did this demo, I errored right away. Yeah, this is a perfect application. There are no errors. Uh, next thing we're going to do is not that. Uh, we are going to put some stuff in there. Put two script tags in your header. We're going to need a couple of. Um, Dependencies. This is the Bitcoin JS library and the SECP 256K1 library. We're going to use them for creating public keys and private keys. So we'll put those into our header right here. And uh, make sure that we have no errors. Go back to my page, refresh. And I don't see any errors, but now we have public keys and private keys. So you might be wondering, why are you using Bitcoin libraries? This is like Nostr has nothing to do with Bitcoin. Why, why use Bitcoin JS and uh, and the Bitcoin's elliptic curve? Well, it's because Nostr was made by a Bitcoiner, and he's using public keys and private keys. Uh, so he used the tools he had available. He's familiar with Bitcoin libraries. He he stuck them in there. And this has caused some annoyance for people from outside the Bitcoin community who come in. And now they have to deal with Bitcoin stuff in what should be just a peer-to-peer application, but that's rat. We use Bitcoin keys, and that's really the only connection to Bitcoin that Nostr has, as it uses uh, it uses our elliptic curve. Uh, all right. So the next thing we're going to do is uh, create a private key and a public key, and uh, this this that's what this does. You can see down here the operative words are key pair, private key, pub key. Uh, so that we're going to put. Uh, a script tag, and I'm putting this in our body. Doesn't have to be in the body, but that is where I chose to put it. And if you want to be like me, you can do that too, because you can put script tags anywhere. Uh, great. So now we have uh, private key, pub key, and if I go back to my uh, back to my page and refresh, look at that. We've actually logged the pub key that we just generated for ourselves, and we have. This is what we're going to use as our Nostr account. Nostr doesn't do email, sign in, uh, email and password stuff. We just do public keys and private keys. Currently, I'm generating a new public key every time I refresh this page. So if I refresh it a few times, we're gonna get a new you know, account, so to speak, every time. Uh, and next thing we're gonna do is connect to a Nostra Relay. So let's do that down here. This is all the code it takes to open up a WebSocket in the browser and connect to a Relay. It is not very big. Uh, you can. I, I, I'm choosing to connect here to relay.noster.info. Uh, if you use the, uh, the, the um, Noster registry, you can pick from any of these ones. I recommend ones that are not showing any errors. Uh, pick one of the ones that is uh, that has all green dots and use that. Uh, but yeah, there are lots of relays and there's more coming up all the time. So feel free to use one of those uh, as your connection point. I'm just going to add those in here. Do some indenting. And if I refresh, no errors. Great. We're in good shape. We have actually connected to a Nostra Relay. Step one of our goal is crossed off the list. Connected to Relay, Uh, we're in good shape. Everyone with me? Yeah. All right, cool. Next thing we're going to do is um, I forget where we are. I don't need that one. I don't need the Nostra registry anymore. I don't need that, I don't need that, you got that, okay. That's not too easy. Uh, connecting to the relay? I know, because WebSockets are built into the browser. There's already support for them. If you're following along in a different programming language, like um, Node.js doesn't have this built in, so you'd need to like import the WS library. Or if you were using Python, you'd need like socket IO. Um, but yeah, in the web browser, it's easy because it's built in, just do a new WebSocket and, and you're good. Uh, next thing we're going to do is add an event listener. This is our subscribing. We're going to subscribe to ourselves uh, and, uh, or actually, no, this is a, this is logging messages that the relay sends us. We, we're connected to the relay, but if it tells us anything, right now, we're not doing anything. So let's let's do something if it tells us something. We're going to log any messages it sends us into our console. And this part down here that says, if kind equals four, then decrypt it. That's for private messages. We'll get into those later. But we're going to log those as well. Uh, so put this in our code and uh, we will keep going. I'm going to put it right there and do some indentation to make it pretty. And uh, let's refresh our page and see if the server sent us anything. No, the server has not sent us anything. Why hasn't it sent us anything? We didn't ask it to. So uh, it, we just connected to them and that's all we did. But the next thing we're going to do is, um, is subscribe. We're going to make a subscription and uh, tell it to send us any messages. Uh, We're actually gonna tell it, when we open a connection to you, Mr. Relay, we're going to log that, we're gonna log a connection uh, event and say, all right, we opened a connection to him. So let's do that. Also, I have down here, uh, close this bracket for now, but we're gonna put more stuff in here later. So do that. Uh, Paste it, indent it, save. And now, when I refresh this page, check this out. We not only get the public key, we get a little message connected to the relay, and we get um, uh, a subscription information. This is the the, uh, the relay telling us information about our subscription. We are subscribed to learn any information about uh, about ourselves. Uh, any any posts by the author who has this pub key F9C blah blah blah. the Relay is going to share those posts with us. Now, who is F9C? It's us. So we just said, hey, if I post anything, tell me what I posted. Pretty simple. In a normal Nostra application, you'd be subscribed probably to yourself, but also to to other people. You'd subscribe to your friends uh, and get their posts. But here, we're just going to subscribe to ourselves. The subscription has an ID number, which is... uh, uh, what is the, the ID number is four F eight a. Yeah. The subscription has an ID, uh, right there, which we generate re- at random. Uh, it's just so that if we have multiple requests to multiple relays and they're all giving us stuff back, we can use the ID number of the request to see which one is, which one, because that's what Noster was sort of made for private messages are of kind four. when I made bull run, I didn't want to use either of those. Cause I didn't want my ride requests to show up in like your timeline if you have like a Twitter client. So I used a different kind, I used like 40 or something. But you just pick a kind for events. Uh, usually you're gonna want kind one or kind four, which are pr- public events and private events. Uh, then you've got tags, Use, usually you put, uh, if you're replying to a Nostra post, you'll put its hash in the uh, in the tag field. And that then clients can say, okay, I'm gonna represent this as a reply to this event. Uh, or you can sometimes put in someone's public key if you're sending a message directly to that person, and then they know since they're subscribed to themselves, they will see your post because it has their pub key in it, in the tags. And then your content, which is a string, uh, whatever whatever it is that you wanna say is gonna go into this uh, bottom field right here. We uh, hash the event and we assign uh, that and, we, and it returns an event object. Next thing we need to do is copy paste this into our stuff. So we're going to put this right above our closing script tag, not, um, uh, yeah, that's where we're going to put it. Let me go into here and this is, you'll notice this is outside of, um, outside of that, of that bracket we closed earlier. This is a different function. So save that. And let's go back to our page and make sure we got no errors. Yay, no errors, just a connection to the relay. And if we get any messages, it will now send them to us. Uh, Let us fire off an event. Put this stuff inside of the open uh, event listener from earlier. Uh, And then, so I'm going to put that right here. And there, I think that's good. So we've got, uh, we've got an event that we're creating here. The content of the event is going to be, this workshop is awesome. We're getting, uh, we're giving it a timestamp of right now. And, uh, we don't have any tags. It is a public post, so it's kind one and the pub key we're using is our own. Uh, then it's going to fire this off to the get signed event function, which we created down here. That's going to get a signature and append it to, uh, to this stuff. And then we should be good. So let's run that code and see what we get. Hopefully, we will fire off an event. Yes, we did. And uh, the relay got our event, and then because we're subscribed to ourselves, it fired it right back at us. It said, here is your, here's your event. I took the content of that event and said, this workshop is awesome. If we inspect this object, this is what uh, the relay returned to us. Just a second for your question. Um, the content field is right here. That's what we sent. That's what That was what we told it to store. Uh, this is our timestamp. This is the hash of our event. And this is how the events are identified on the network. If I, if I go take this event and go to like another client, such as Noster.com, I can paste in my event ID and hit go. And it found my event. This workshop is awesome. This is public on the internet. Everyone can see this. I can even check my signature and say it's a valid signature. So that's kind of neat. The it's public on public on the internet. And so the reason that you're signing private key is to always be able to verify Yeah, we don't like impersonation in Noster. And so we make it hard to impersonate people by making uh by doing public key signature, uh, elliptic curve digital signatures. Any uh, Dusty, you had a question? Oh yeah, can we send each other messages? Yes you can. No, that's, that's that you can do that when uh, when you when we're in the workshop part, or when you were in the part where you're making your own code, you can send each other messages, and that'll be really fun. Um, I hope I hope someone does that. I hope you do that and other people. But we do got to keep going. Any other questions? So far, good. Next thing we're going to do, uh, so you should see a message in your console that says this workshop is awesome, and in my example here, we do see that right here. Does everyone see that on their own page? We all on the, good, cool. So the next thing we're going to do is um, do a private message. That is the next thing on our list. For private messages, I have this uh, additional library called Browserify Cypher. Uh, Cypher is a library from Node.js. Some Node.js libraries you can make work in the browser by putting Browserify before them. And this is one of the ones that that works for. This is going to help us with encryption. Sofer and I tried to figure out how to get the encryption to work using the browser's built-in libraries, but I couldn't figure it out in time. So I'm using a, uh, a library that I already knew works, sorry. Um, but yeah, we'll put that up in our, in our header file right here. So now we can do encryption. And then we need a few encryption functions. We need to deal with hex when we're doing encryption. So we're gonna put these functions right above our script closing tag. Uh, So that is right here, let me just indent them properly, paste that. Uh, So now we can deal with hex, let's make sure that didn't cause any errors, Uh, nope, everything is good there. Then we're also going to need to deal with base64, which is yet another encoding format. Encryption is hard. Guys, and this is, I'm trying to make it easy by just giving you the things you need. But um, here is some encryption stuff. Well, actually this is just encoding stuff. But we're about to get to the encryption stuff. Make sure there's no errors. Good, no errors. And then this is the encrypt function that we're going to use. We're gonna put that right above our script closing tag. What's it doing? Well, it's kind of obtuse, but basically we, We get a, we use elliptic curve Diffie-Hellman to get a shared key um, that is created using our private key multiplied by our recipient's public key. Uh, In our application, we're going to be the recipient. We're going to send a private message to ourselves. Thus, we're multiplying our private key by our pub key. Uh, After we have the shared key, that's what we're going to use to encrypt the message to. But we use the encryption function, which needs an initialization vector. We get that by passing some random values into a, Byte array uh, and then we use the the cypher library to. Do some AES encryption I this part loses me I don't know the magic of encryption, but it involves lots of multiplying. Uh, and what we get out is uh, an encrypted message and we specify the initialization vector for this, which is um, a number you need when you're trying to decrypt the message, we, spe- we specify that as if it was an array parameter or as if it was a parameter in a URL. We just stick it right onto the end of our encrypted message. Uh, but I will show you what that looks like uh, when we get to that part. So let me add this to our code, paste, indent it properly, and save. Make sure there's no errors. Good, no errors. And then we have a decrypt function, which we are going to use to decrypt stuff that other people send us. Uh, it does very similar things but it's just the reverse of encryption uh it gets the it gets the initialization vector and the encrypted message uh from the um uh from the content field of the um event in nos of the noster event uh then it gets the shared secret by multiplying the recipient's private key by the sender's public key that way they get the exact same thing cuz that's how diffie-hellman works It uses the Cypher library to decrypt it using the same AES encryption, and then it passes out a decrypted message as plain text. So that's what it does. And let's save that, make sure there's no errors. Good, no errors. Errors show up in JavaScript as like a red bar where you did something wrong. And that would be in this console over here, but there are no red bars, so we know there are no errors. Uh next thing is to actually fire off an encrypted message. So I'm going to put this stuff inside the open event listener from earlier where I said keep that keep that bracket available for for use later. So where was that? Right here. I'm going to pop that in right there and indent it properly. Oh, one too far. I think that's right. No. That looks right. So I'm wondering if I'm indenting properly. That's good enough. Save, and uh, if you want the prettier version where the indenting is done properly, I think I've already screwed up the indenting. There's a prettier version on my GitHub uh, that I put, that put in the beginning of this PowerPoint. So uh, hopefully this won't give us any errors now that the indenting is done improperly, but uh, let's save it and run it. We should see, a private message, yes. Okay, so we got another event back that we fired off, because we fired off an event first. And you'll notice that this event, uh, uh, yes, kind four is an encrypted message in Noster. So you'll notice that, not that one. This is our public message and the content is in plain text. This workshop is awesome. Now, if you go to this equivalent line down here, the content now for this private message is this gobbledygook with an initialization vector appended onto it as if it was a, uh, a URL parameter. Uh, but that's how we do it. Your, uh, my browser then took this string, after it verified that the sender really sent that using the signature, it took this string, passed it into the decrypt um, function, and then got out the plain text. And so it shows me this message is super secret. And that is, so now we've done it. We've, uh, we've connected to a Nostra Relay. We fired off a public message. Uh, We've subscribed to that public message. So we got our own, or we've subscribed to ourselves. So we got our own messages. And then we sent off a private message and it all worked. Uh, And that is, if uh, I wanna show you, if we took the um, ID number for this private message and popped that into another client, uh, so I'm gonna pop it in to nostr.com and hit go. Uh, This one shows that it knows it's encrypted it knows it's an encrypted direct message because it's kind four, instead of kind one, which are public, but it can't read it. All it sees is the gobbledygook because it doesn't have our private key. And since this page doesn't have our private key, it can't decrypt the message. It can check that the signature is valid. So it says valid signature, um, but it doesn't know what the, what we said. So that is how you do encrypted messages in Noster. And uh, that completes the, uh, completes the workshop. In uh, 120 lines, we have created our first master app. Now it's your turn. You've got all the time in the world to make a better one and do something really cool and make the next Twitter, or the next Reddit, or uh, or do coin flips on. Yeah. Do, no, not the next. You can do the next coin flip orchestrator coordinated thingy. Yeah. Any questions? Can you do a signal app You could. Yeah, you could do a signal app. Um, You would have no phone numbers. You just have public keys and private keys. Uh, I do want to mention some things about, Nostra is not perfect for direct or for encrypted messages. Some of the things that get leaked when you do a direct message, uh, private message, uh, well, it's actually all on here. You leak the author, like that's my public key. And people know that I, if if they know that this public key is me, and they know that I sent somebody a direct message, They also know the recipient. So there's a tag down here that includes the public key of the recipient. And so they can actually see, I I sent an encrypted message to this person. If they know who that is, that could be bad. Like, what if that's a terrorist and then you get bombed or drone, drone striked because you're not supposed to talk with terrorists. That could happen. You also leak the length of your message. Like a really long encrypted message would have a much greater length. So three of the things that you leak in Nostra when you're doing private messages with people, you leak yourself as the sender, you leak the recipient, their public key, and you leak the length of your message. And there are various proposals for how to mitigate this. Uh, It would be great if you are gonna build a signal client, you might wanna pad this, like always make the messages of the same length with with, by putting like extra zeros at the beginning or something. And that way they couldn't tell how long your message is. Uh, You might, Create a new public key every time you send somebody a private message. This is called uh, Diffie-Hellman key ratcheting, and it's used in Signal. It's part of the Signal protocol to do that so that uh, if they so they don't know who's messaging who. Uh, you might send your private message to 100 people instead of just one, and you, knowing that only one of them will actually be able to decrypt it. And that way, they would not be able to identify who the recipient is. They just know it was one of this list of 100 people. Um, but yeah, there, there are some considerations if you're going to build a privacy app uh, I told in discussions with Fiat Jeff, he said, Why are you trying to use Nostra for privacy? Just tell them your signal info and then talk on signal for privacy. Like that would be pretty simple. Or spin up your own relay and say, Talk to me at this relay. That way I know I won't dox myself. Um, you have a proposal? A might be the back between a lot of times, big email, probably yeah, a valued audience member pointed out that one problem faced in the in the world of business is um, email spoofing. You can spoof an email address, but you can't spoof a private key on Nostr. And so maybe this could replace uh, email communications in offices. You could make a you could make an application where you talk to your employees through by means of some chat client built on Nostr. And then you don't have to worry about like the secretary getting a fake message from an outsider who claims to be the boss. And he wants you to go buy a thousand Kohl's gift cards. Uh, you don't have that problem because you could just click this button and be like, ah, you're not my boss. Don't have the right signature. Uh, is the encrypted message a link of it? You didn't raise your hand, Dusty. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you. Uh, hand raising, uh, um, rights. So in the filter area, there's an array where it says authors, pub I thought it'd be fun to remove that, and then I got a lot of spam really fast. Yeah. And then, but my real question is, like, well, I, let me let me repeat that for the audience. Uh, back when we subscribed to, um, when we when we put out a subscription on uh, Noster, which I think was right here, we created a filter, and we said, don't don't send us everything, Mister Relay. Don't send us everything you have. We want you to filter and only send us stuff by the uh, by the, whose author is this pub key, which is ours. Uh, our friend Dusty decided not to do that. he He removed this line. he just commented it out like this. And then when he did that, the relay dutifully sent him everything it had because he didn't he didn't specify. He just said, send me stuff. I realized, all right, here's a flood. From the beginning of that relays time, he, he got he got roar. Yeah, it'll send you everything. Well, I'm sure relays do some of the relays will only send you a thousand events at a time. But I don't know, it depends on what relay you're connected to. What I wanna do is like like a tag super class. Yeah. Um, so he asked if there is a way to filter a tag. Yes, there is. And uh, one thing you're gonna to want to do if you're building stuff on Noster is go to github.com slash protocol slash nips. These are the Noster implementation possibilities, and they specify the spec. I did, yes, Fiat Jaffs NIPS are online, and uh, you can you can find information about how to query for various things in here. Uh, when you if you're going to specify if you're going to search for tags, you can do tags on a certain event using the e tag, where you say um, I want you to return me events that have this ID number and then it'll only send you specific events. You can specify by a pub key and say, I only want to get uh, events that have this pub key. Uh, One of the filters you can do is a content filter. You say, this is NIP1. One of the things you can filter by is a content filter. And you can say, only send me events containing the word ShamWow. And then the, not the, the relay would dutifully do that. You can also have, we have a since and until you can say only send me events after this certain time, or only send me events up until yesterday. You can do a limit. You can say, oh, don't send me a flood, send me only a thousand or only 500 or only 100. That's useful if you're building a Twitter client. You don't want your person to have an infinite scroll. You want them to eventually reach a bottom. Maybe, maybe you do want an infinite scroll. That could be a feature. Uh, yeah, so we have lots of filter options that are supported by uh, by relays, and you can use those. Uh, but yeah, check out the NIPS for more info on that. So there's a there's a bunch now. Austin. So the encrypted when you have an encrypted message that becomes an endpoint on any relay that stores it, right? So if I go to a, a relay that stores my encrypted message, but that encrypted message is an endpoint, it'll serve it to keep but not there's the yeah it's the, an there's it's not an endpoint you would the end the only endpoint is the web socket of the relay and you pass data to the relay that says what what uh, information you want back to get encrypted messages from um uh let's say fiat jeff you'd have to subscribe to fiat jeff and then you would get his encry- encrypted messages from him okay and i can just You could filter by kind four and say, I only want the encrypted ones by him. And then you, if if you don't, if he didn't send them to you, you would just see the encrypted blob. You wouldn't be able to know what the contents were. If he did send them to you, uh, then you could decrypt them because you have your private key. And that's what they're encrypted using the shared key created from that. Um, Any other questions? Yeah, can you? you No, Keon raised his hand and you did not. Keon. Yeah, we a lot of a lot of um, a lot of them show you your private key and your public key just on. Uh, so I'm trying to. We do it differently. I'm going to go to astral.ninja. So. <laughs> Look at that! You guys can see my toes. So this is one way that it's done. Uh, you're you have a You have a screen that shows you your public key and your private key. And uh, you can, I think there's a generate button on here somewhere. So I just generated a new private key and it'll just be like, save this. You can do that. Other clients, I think Brandly is a uh, client that shows you uh, 12 words, 12 backup words, similar to a Bitcoin wallet. So if I click generate on here, no, this one just shows me a private key in, in hex uh but you could you could have a client that shows you um that shows you 12 words i have seen i thought i thought branley did that and apparently it doesn't maybe it used to um that's i don't know if there. it seems like the standard is to just give people their private key and tell them to save it somewhere does that answer your question Yeah. Every when you when you move to a new client, typically you bring your private key with you, you pop it into the new client, and then it fills up your feed with, with all the stuff you subscribe to. Yeah. I don't I, I don't think I, I think it can be improved. Therefore it's not ideal. So you can come up with a better way to do it. That'd be great. We're welcome we welcome your nips. <laughs> uh, um, he still didn't raise your hand. It's this guy's turn now. Constantine. Constantine. My question is about the five and how going to I did not cover that. Is that like a preferred way to find people to their or I seem to be able to search by name. One of the, I'm trying to find the find, NIPs. NIP5. Uh, uh, well, that didn't work. Noster protocol NIPs, is it 05? Uh, so one of the features that is loved and hated on Twitter is the blue check mark that celebrities get and normal people don't get. And we decided that we wanted people to hate Noster too, so we made that. We made blue <laughs> check marks. Uh, and how we do it is through domain names. If you have a domain name, you can put a JSON file at uh, a particular spot on a particular path on your um on your domain name, and clients know to query uh, that path and find your pub key there. and if you, if they find your pub key and you that, that means that the owner of that website intentionally put their pub key at this specific path, and therefore they approve of showing, uh, that domain name as uh, with with a green check mark in Nostr. Nostr will say like, this person has been verified to own uh dot for example, uh, and then you get a green check mark. Uh, my question is more about uh, finding other of that right. Yeah, you you still query them by their pub key, but the client can display then that this person owns or has some affiliation with that website no not all clients support net 5 yet some do uh Thomas does so you might you might sometimes see people in there with a green check mark or a blue check mark or whatever so the name is simply for display purposes not by. you could you i don't know if it can be searched by it, it might be it might be searchable i don't i don't think there are any relays that go out and check Nip five identifiers and then store them for querying. Okay, so Astral does then. Astral somehow manages to to search that way. They might do it on the client side somehow. Like they, Astral might map um, public keys to websites if if someone's used the Nip five thing, and then when you search for the pub, or when you search for the um, uh, for the identifier. For the, for the website name, it like looks up which pub key that is and actually does a search for that pub key. might do that. Uh, so you can see all the, the things you're talking about this workshop that's not, that's not cool. isn't that amazing? Interoperability is great. Open protocol. Can't, I love it. <laughs> Topher, or Constantine, or whoever. Uh, I was wondering if you could add over NIP-12. Uh, I don't know if I've ever read NIP-12. Generic tag queries, relays may support uh, subscriptions or arbitrary tags. So you can tag your posts and then you can query based on the tags. So I yeah. a hashtag. You could, yeah, we, there is, uh, the tags field is designed for doing stuff like hashtags, but the only ones we initially put into relays were pubkey um, and events. So I think this is to give a generic hashtag thing and make that searchable. It sounds like what it is to me, but I have not read it. And so uh, if someone from the Nostra community wants to correct me, Nostra is the place to do it. Dusty Detmer. Satoshi's what is here? Satoshi's here and placing the bomb. Satoshi's in this room and, uh, and that's cool. And splicing is the bomb. That is a what a valued audience member had to say. I have a proposal. We pick a time number uh, for our class. How about one three three seven? Go so put that on and separate ourselves. So. Yeah, that's true. Cool. Yeah, if if anyone wants to do that, that'd be great. Uh, just uh, just modify the the client. It's only a hundred twenty lines of JavaScript. You should be able to find the field where you specify a tag and then put a one three three seven in there. Is, there, is anyone having fun? Raise your hand if you're having fun. Look, some people are having fun. Yeah, this is wonderful. Uh, any any more questions, or should we get to coding? Dusty has a question. Whoa, that was fast. I think it was Tofer. <laughs> all right, cool. People are doing it. Uh, all right, is everyone ready to get coding and make your own Nostra app now? So just do whatever you want, make something, and Topher and I will be available for questions. Topher's made his own Nostra app, and I've made my own. So if you've got an idea that you want to start working on, go for it, and we're here to take questions. Austin. Is there any proposal to get your to, generate an to generate a Bitcoin address? Mm-hmm. like you 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 to like have a master public key and then generate child public keys from that for each one yeah. no there's no such proposal you should come into yeah. our group yeah you could uh, so by receiving messages, by receiving messages. But then you could also still use other private to receive messages, but not Like stealth addresses, but on Nostra. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Probably. Um Yes, I think so, because your LN address is connected to your node, which has a pub key. So you could use that pub key. For this. Uh, you can stop the recording. Okay. And we're done. Get to work. Oh, great. It is a wonderful a wonderful protocol